0: Hey Uriah, um, towards the end of the year, there was there was a possibility that you guys could get selected for a better bowl game. How do you think the team has been able to overcome that and get prepared for this, for this bowl
1: game? Um, Kalani did a great job of uh, boosting everyone's morale, just making sure we're all grateful, in the very least, to actually be playing a bowl game. So I remember my four and nine year, I, that's what uh, I thought back to. It's my first year here, it was a four and nine year, we didn't actually play in a bowl game. So the fact that we're even playing in a bowl game is, uh, a blessing in and of itself and I think another thing too is the fact that like that's something we as players personally can't control and I've learned something that it's you have a happier life when you just focus on things you can control and so we did our best we had a great season and we let the uh, you know the cards fall and what happens happens you can't get mad about things you can't control so I feel like that was something that we needed to focus on as a team. And uh, we just want to give great respects to UAB. They're a good team too. So we're just happy to play in another bowl game. It's one more opportunity to play. And um, we did our best and we did everything we could. So I'm proud of our boys and what we were able to accomplish. And how's
0: practice been going for you guys? And maybe you were some young guys or or guys from injury that have have played well in, in your
1: eyes? Uh, this year, personally?
0: i fi- Just in the practices, just in the practices leading up to the bowl
1: game. Oh, yeah. just practices that have been leading up to the bowl game. Um, I think all of the, our contributors have been you know, contributing, especially on the defensive side all year. Like, for example, John Nelson, he's been doing great as a freshman. Josh Larson's finally hitting that learning curve. He was a little bit slower to the learning curve, but Josh Larson has been uh, picking it up very well. And um, there's a couple of young guys uh, like Fisher. Fisher's hitting his curve too, which is good to see. And yeah, on the defensive side, we've seen a lot of those stuff. I've actually, we don't practice too much with the offense, but I, I, so one guy that's been popping out to me on the offensive side um, has been uh, Chase Roberts. I see him make some big catches here and there, and I'm like, "Oh shoot! I wonder how he's doing and stuff like that." So, those are a couple guys that have been standing out this past week and stuff like that.
0: Thanks, Loba. Hi, mm-hmm. hey, Loba. Jared. What's it like for you to get to this point? Uh,
1: in your football career? It's uh, satisfying. Uh, satisfying and uh, that's the best I can put it um, coming into this year I knew like I wanted to leave some kind of legacy and some kind of like culture and I'm proud to say I was a part of that especially in the off season, where we were able to like build off of last year's great season and continue to have a great season Kalani brought up something that like only once since the 1984 season were uh, the BYU team was able to go 11 wins two years in a row, and I'm 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 ready to get that 11th win, and um, I'm just proud to say I was able to be part of those uh, that, that team. I was able to be part of that team that was able to do so.
0: I wanted to get your opinion on something else as well. You, you've you been through the process where you had to make a decision as far as, OK, am I coming back? What's my what's the next step? And yes. we've talked a lot about your process. Yes. There's a lot of guys in that team that are going through that right now. Am I coming back after this game? Am I going to move on? What's your advice to them as they're trying to make those decisions? I know the focus is on the game, but oh, what yeah. advice would you give them?
1: I've uh, given advice to a couple of guys. That I just say just do what makes you happy. You know? It doesn't really matter what it is. I feel like the decision, people like to keep it black and white. I think the decision is always good and gooder. You know, It's not good and bad decisions. I think it's like no matter what you pick, you just got to go all in with it. If you decide to come back. Make sure you always, like, give it your 100 and don't regret not leaving. Or if you leave, don't regret not staying. You know what I mean? So that's that's just my advice. It's not my place to tell anyone, oh, you should stay or, oh, you should go. It's not my place to say that. But my biggest advice is, hey, whatever you do choose, give it 100% so that you're happy. So I've given that to a couple of guys.
0: Good advice. Thanks, Lopa. Appreciate it. I guess we have questions from sean walker and then alex yeah a little but two two questions for you but i'll, I'll start with a pretty easy one because i know how little you like talking about yourself but hmm. can i ask you to talk a little bit about that guy that uh just walked out of here before you got to the mic clark barrington's been getting a lot oh, clarky yeah all, yeah all american status and yeah i mean you see the stuff floating around about him as somebody who goes up against him in practice a little bit you kind of see the other side of him i guess what makes him so good like he's, how's he had such a good year
1: he's gritty um clark has the weirdest sw- switch ever um he gets on the field he does not like helping people up he he will get in your face he like flipping people over like on kickoff, on field goal, he'll like, we always watch it as a team. He flips people over, he's unapologetic and he moves so well. People like, people underestimate how like well he moves as a person. So when you see certain blocking schemes, when he's able, like everyone focused on like the big maulers as a D- offensive lineman, the guys that just like 300 pounds, just carry someone and drive them. Guards, um, Clark is really good at pushing off somebody and leading on to the second level. You know, you don't need to be a mauler like that, but like he moves so well up to the second level, it's really difficult to hold him down. And it just opens up so many lanes for Tyler and all the other running backs like Beanie. I feel like people underestimate how well he moves as a a big person
0: one more thing for me, because the early signing period obviously starts Wednesday. I'm sure you've seen a bunch of high school kids and recruits and whatever coming through the facilities the last couple days. It feels like there's a lot of energy with this upcoming recruiting class, just with like Kalani's extension, what you guys are doing the last two years. Can you guys feel that energy in the building as as kids come in and visit and give their OBs and all that?
1: Mm, To be honest, I'm going to be straight up with you. I don't really care who comes through. I just want to make sure they know that if they do come through, they have to continue a culture of hard work. We're signing all these like five and four stars, which is good, you know, it makes the fans happy and stuff. But like to me personally, I can care less. Um, I didn't care less while we were signing guys here. Um, Kalani makes sure he knows that like we played USC, they had like 50, 40, four stars and five stars. We had like three or two, you know, and and we beat them. So just, if they come through, this is not gonna be an easy, fun thing. We make it fun, you know, but it's a gritty football, the way we play here. So that's just how I feel personally about it. (laughs) It seems kind of down and kind of mean, but like, it's, it's, it's real. Alex, go ahead. Hey,
0: Leopold, how's it going? Good, how are you? Doing good, man. Um, I got a couple of questions about um, about NIL stuff. Um, you guys have had this partnership with Built Bar, I think for like a few months since mm-hmm. August, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, right now, there, like a few days ago, there was a, a a story that came out that the NCAA is, is looking into that partnership um, for a possible violation. Um, I'm just curious, like to the extent that, that you know about that, um, you know, is it kind of you know frustrating, kind of knowing that's going on, especially when the, the news came out that that was such a positive. It was it was supposed to be such a positive thing for the university and for you guys.
1: Oh, I had no idea the NCAA was even looking into it. I'm sorry, I had no clue. But Nick has done everything possible to uh, help us out as a team, and I'm pretty sure he's he he. We've been like, I have no idea. I didn't even know we were getting investigated. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> So uh, I think, uh, I don't know, Nick is a great guy, the guy that uh, owns Built. So, And I'm pretty sure our coaches and stuff and them have been, like, keeping within the line. So I'm not really – sorry, I'm not too sure about that. My bad, Alex.
0: Oh, no worries, no worries. Um, how, how do you think that you personally have benefited from not just that partnership but NIL in general? How is it you – know, what are some things that you've been able to do that maybe you couldn't if that rule wasn't in place?
1: Oh, uh, I don't know. I've been selling some shirts. I've been making some stuff on the side. It's actually kind of cool. But yeah, I, I I caught the tail end of nil, or nil caught the tail end of my career. So it's not like I've profited too big off of it. But you know, I do a little things here and there. It's it's nice. Get a couple free stuff from restaurants. It's cool. <laughs> cool.
0: Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. OK, we got time for questions from Jay and uh, Dana. Hey, uh, Lopa, you kind of answered this with the 11 win, the importance of 11 wins. But w- what's at stake for you guys Saturday in this bowl game?
1: Um, a lot, actually. I feel like it's big no matter what. We, we have the opportunity to leave a legacy, you know? I feel like ever since I've been here, I've always heard about the 05, 06 years. You know, and like I didn't grow up a BYU fan, but like just hearing about them all the time while I've walked through these halls, it was just like, man, they must have been really important. But then thinking about that, we can be that team. We can be the 2021 and 2020 team. You know, so I think that's what we're playing for. And like, I don't think we're looking down on UAB. I want to make sure that everyone knows that the the team is focused on like who we are, who our opponent is. You know, so that's pretty much how we feel about it.
0: I just wanted to ask you, uh, what uh, what are you looking forward to most uh, when you get out to Shreveport? Is there anything that uh, uh, any activities that you're looking forward to? I mean, bowl games are about fun. It's not just about the game. Yeah,
1: that's true. Um, to be honest, I have no idea where Shreveport is. I don't even I don't I haven't even looked it up yet. Um, I just know we're going to watch Spider-Man on Friday, so I'm excited for that. <laughs> And so uh, Spider-Man is going to be dope. Uh, I hope they have Cajun food. I'm guessing because it's Louisiana. That's what I love. I love Cajun food. So that's, that's what I'm looking forward to. That's for sure.